When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Polk. Today is April 2nd, and yes, we're going to talk about baseball. Thank you all so much for reaching out on Twitter and other places yesterday um, in response to this podcast being a weekend one. I got such an overwhelming response. I am going to be doing it through this season. Let's see if I got the energy, but I believe that you guys have given it to me. So thank you all so much. Really, it means means a lot to me. Pitching performances from yesterday's games. Jack Flaherty tossed five innings, zero and runs, five, zero hits, and seven walks. Four Ks? What is going on here? He had a no-hitter through five innings with seven walks. Oh, boy. Uh, he does not have his velocity. Um, he is down to 80 to 94, so that's like 91 um, for the day, which is not what you want. You want him sitting 93, 94. And his slider is not getting whiffs. This is a man not with his command. I mean, it wasn't as bad as you think with the seven walks. But yeah, he wasn't able to do things that he normally does. Yeah, I'm terrified. Absolutely terrified of Flaherty. And he's on your wire, which actually was in the Legacy League. No one wanted to touch it. Uh, and guess what? It didn't work out. Uh, that's a bad whip. Even though it's an ICRA, you got four Ks. It's a bad whip. Terrible, terrible, terrible whip. Um... I think he got a win, though, because Gosman went six innings, zero runs, eight hits, one walk, seven Ks, and got the loss because it was all these unearned runs. And what do you know? He has a terrible whip. Once again, 421 Babbitt. What? It's just not fair. It's just not fair. Aaron Savali went seven innings, zero runs against Seattle. Really good start because he went exactly 65 cutters plus curveballs. You guys know me. That's all I want. That is all I want from Savali. Just give me 65% cutters plus curveballs, and he did exactly that, which is wonderful to see. Four-seamer was then able to sneak in for 41% CSW. That's why I want him to be doing this. That's really good to see it. Uh, He's generally a decent quality start play. He does get the Mariners again, and then the Yankees. I think it's not a lock that he can do this kind of thing. Remember, it's like three Ks here and three base runners and seven innings. He had a lot of good fortune. Um, but Aaron Savali is going to be a general Toby for the year and keep that in mind through the season. Uh, Justin Steele went 8K, zero and runs in six innings and four base runners. Really good to see that. The slider was excellent, but the fastball was really the difference maker. It's always going to be the difference maker to me. He kept it upstairs, had a 32% CSW. You love to see it. Um, it's... It's something that is a bit of a cherry bomb, I think, through the year. But good indications early for Justin Steele. He gets the Rangers and Dodgers next, though. I think that's not something you want to do. Ace is going to ace for Spencer Strider. Ace is going to ace for Brandon Woodruff. And really, Logan Gilbert as well. I'm glad to see the secondaries worked really well here. 11 secondary whiffs yesterday, including three on the splitter, is fantastic. Really nice breaking ball command, too. I really hope that sticks, because that's really the thing... I was looking for from Gilbert last year, and I was trying to look for it in the spring. I didn't see it, but we got it here, and I hope that does stick around. Sonny Gray did well. Five innings, five and runs, three. It's four walks in 1K? Uh, I mean, it's effectively worse than uh, than uh, Jack Flaherty for your fantasy teams, but I think it's all right. I, I love the fact that he only went 25% fastballs. I think this will be fixed moving forward. He bounced a lot of pitches in this one. Fine. 
But I think Sunny Gray is pretty good at this, and uh, you're fine. You're fine. That's the worst sentence ever. But you understand, Sunny Gray, we're, we're okay here. I'm not worried like I am with Flaherty. Uh, Clint Kershaw is the Tatiaga. The ace that is always going to ace. And what do you know here under King Cole with a 45% CSW and dominating nine strikeouts in six innings. One run against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Wonderful to see that. Uh, Jordan Lyles went against the Twins. Five home winnings, one and run five hits, two walks, two Ks. You're wondering, hey, Nick, is this it? It's no. Jordan Lyles is going to kind of do this like a third of the time. And it's good luck trying to figure out when it is. Patrick Sandoval went against Oakland. Only had two strikeouts, but he had good ratios. Five innings, one and run two. It's two walks along the way as well. He went just one-third fastballs, which is what you want to see, and got a 64% strike rate on his secondaries. Honestly, that's fine. He, he hung some pitches, and that's kind of why he wasn't able to get those two strikeouts, but they were able to get outs. This is good from Patrick Sandoval. I'm, I'm cool with this. Zach Eflin had a fantastic outing against the Tigers. Five innings, one to run, three hits, one walk, in five Ks. Only 74 pitches. I hope that's just because it's early in the season. The Rays will let him go more than that. It's not one of those. Hey, I'm a Ray now, so I'm not going to throw more than 80 pitches. Um, there was an interesting tweet from Lance Brzezowski from talking about uh, talking about his changeup getting more vertical rise than this fastball. But that's because the fastball is a sinker, and I'm assuming it's a changeup that is a four-seamer uh, circle change grip, which generally doesn't have as much drop as your two-seam grip, right? So that doesn't surprise me too much, um, but uh, it's pretty cool to see. I think it's more of a, a thing about the sinker getting as much drop as it does and less of the changeup not, right? Uh, but the curveball had a 39% CSW, and he's thrown it about a quarter of the time. you love to see that. Athletics are next. If he's on your wire, I was able to stream Zach Eflin. I would be going to, uh, off to the wire to get him. Um, there's some more interesting guys to talk about for uh, from yesterday's games. Plus, we have all the streamers of today and tomorrow. And we're going to talk about all of those after this break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So, stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Alex Cobb did everything I really wanted him to do. 3.2 innings, one run four, it's one walk, six Ks. I know it's just 3.2 innings and 76 pitches, but they had a limited pitch count because of the knee stuff. And he had a slider with a 47% CSW, 68% strikes. This is exactly what I wanted. This is great. So, of course, it set up the splitter, which had one whiff and 19% CSW. Oh, but at least that's there. Like, we know the splitter is going to be there. The thing is always going to show up for Alex Cobb. And the fact that the slider is this good, as much of a, of a compliment to it, is exactly what we want. So I feel really excited about Alex Cobb. It's not the best matchups in the future, but for the long term here for Alex Cobb, this is much, much better. I believe in this one. So this is cool. I, I, I'm in on Alex Cobb. I might, I think I'm going to raise him on the list tomorrow. I have to. This is exciting. 
Nick Lodolo against the Pirates. Five innings, two and runs, seven hits, two walks, nine Ks. The whip stinks. He got singled out. But 22 whiffs. Gallows pull here, the highest of his career. He was a little bit down in the velocity, 93 instead of 94, 95. I think that'll come back as it goes. Curve was fantastic with 13 whiffs. Good to see from Nick Lodolo. Tyler McGill does not earn the D at the end of his name because it was eight base runners, seven Ks, two run runs, five five walk, uh, sorry, five innings pitch against the Marlins. Sure, they got to win, but his velocity is down and the slider is good, but it's, I don't think it was the best version of it. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I like, well, I, I, t- I take that back. It was very good. Eight over 38 whiffs. But the velocity wasn't quite as overwhelming. 94 also on the fastball, 95 to 96 is what we saw last year. I'm a little eh, I'm hesitant to jump in on McGill at the moment. Um, he's going to get the Marlins a second time. I think you're okay with that. But think of it like the slider was really good. And is it going to be that good again? Mixed with the velocity being worse. Um, eh, we're not quite there. Um, Lucas Giolito, five innings, two runs, five hits, one walk, and six Ks against the Astros. Look at that. There you go, Lucas Giolito. He's at 93, though. It's not 94 to 95, right? And the changeup during just four out of 30 whiffs. We still have strikes. Also, the slider was also hung. Okay, he might have gone away with this one, guys. He might have gone away with it against the Astros, but he gets the Pirates next. And that's great. So feel good about that. Edward Cabrera. This is insane to me. Four innings, two runs, two hits, six walks, two Ks. You guys know the biggest thing for me with Edward Cabrera, right? It's I need his fastball to earn at least a 60% strike rate, which isn't like abnormal. All fastballs generally do that. It's the secondaries that normally struggle. 45% strike rate on your fastball in this one is insane. Like, ah, so if you have Edward Cabrera, he's going to get the Mets again next. Honestly, I think he's going to be a hipster, headache-inducing pitcher, start filling the entire, entire roster, right? This is someone who you're going to wrestle with the entire year. Like, do you want to hold on to him? Do you want to not? Like, just let go and go chase something else. I'm sure there is something on the wire for you to go and get. Do that, for especially a guy who hasn't started yet. Like, if Wes Neske is there, just go get him instead of Cabrera. Nathan Evaldi, five innings, three and runs, six hits, two walks, and six strikeouts. Everything's fine here. 96 miles per hour. We move on. Rich Hill was pitching PL bot. I should say not pitching, but PL bot. That is our DFS projections based on PLV. Loved this one. And when you know, five innings, three runs, not great. One and run too many, but three hits, two walks is a one whip and seven strikeouts. PL bot, you get the victory here. That's insane. He's three and oh, and he's had some interesting picks. Uh, we'll see how uh, Rich Hill uh, performs moving forward, but this was against the Reds, and we'll see, we'll see how Peel Bot does. It's man versus machine. I'm 2-1, and one, he's 3-0. and oh. uh, Nick Martinez, 4 and runs. Unbelievable. No, that wasn't it. It was opening day, Chloe Kluber. Anyway, I don't think that Rich Hill's going to do this against the White Sox, Astros, and Coors, but uh, that was, this was pretty cool. His possibly was also down to like 86 and stuff, whatever. Um, Jose Urquidy against the White Sox, four innings, three to run, seven hits, one walk, five Ks. Um, he gets the Twins and Pirates next. I don't think you go for it against the Twins. We go for it against the Pirates. That's that's kind of how we should be using Urquidy. Don't just blindly have him, but he should get a good amount of wins. You know, he's only at 82 pitches. He should go closer to 90 moving forward. Um, Clark Schmidt against the Giants. So he did lean into the sweeper, 33%, not 40%, but a third of the time is good. 3.1 innings, only 76 pitches, three and runs, five hits, one walk, five Ks. He's going to get a lot of starts, 
right? He's he's pretty much locked in for a bit. Rodon's out for a while. Montez is out for a while. Severino's out for a while. Like, he has this. And he does get the Orioles next. And I'm not thrilled about it. I'm okay swapping him for someone else at the moment who hasn't pitched. Just kind of like Edward Cabrera. But I do feel more encouraged about Schmidt than I do the others. It just isn't quite all there yet. It might take some time for him to really lock in and soar. Michael Walker went against the Rockies. He's really far down on his velocity, but keep in mind that he joined spring late when the Padres signed him later on than everybody else. So he'll probably need some starts to really get there. And that's all. I think we can just wait on the wire for when that happens. Uh, Zach Wheeler against Texas. Not great. Uh, his his command isn't there. The, the, the slider is, was hung massively. Forcing was pretty good. The uh, the sinker was okay. 17 whiffs here, though. So, like, he should be better. It's just a little bit of polish. I am a little spooked. I have been for the past couple of weeks that Wheeler's command hasn't quite been pristine. And he hasn't been there yet, but he needed some time to ramp up last year. Maybe that's all that this is. Jose Reina, obviously not. Josiah Gray, I am curious about the cutter slider curve, and he is only throwing four seamers and sinkers at a 25% rate. That's cool to see. He was against Atlanta. We take a break now. Uh, and especially with the national schedule, but maybe in May, I'm actually adding Josiah Gray on my teams. Madison Bumgard, ha ha ha. Dean Kramer against the Red Sox isn't quite there, but there is increase in velocity. Maybe against better matchups, we will be interested. Uh, Spencer Trimble got destroyed, and he does get uh, the Red Sox and the Jays next, and we just kind of wait um, later on in April or maybe May for Spencer Trimble, but I think there is something there to be interested in. Shintaro Fujinami went against the Angels and got destroyed for eight earned runs, all in the third inning. Uh, there's a great gift breakdown from Ben Palmer on the site. Go read that. But yeah, we are not uh, going to pursue this cherry bomb whatsoever right now. And then Chris Sale, oh man, three innings, seven earned runs. I was really encouraged by it. I said, go start him. You'll be fine. No, I think he pitched a lot better than this, though. And he gets the Tigers next. So really... I'm still very encouraged by Chris Sale. He hit 97. He sat 94, 95, but he hit 97. I think this is okay. This is just one of those, oh, okay. The Orioles are really good, and they got to Chris Sale, but 48% CSW on his secondaries and slider and changeup is excellent. And three runs, seven earned runs. Sorry, three innings, seven earned runs, seven hits, two walks, six Ks is kind of nuts. Looking forward to today's games and tomorrow. Oh, man. These these are getting long. I got to short these down to 10, 15 minutes. I'll figure it out in the future. Uh, looking forward to today's games. Joe Ryan, Jeffrey Springs, K- Kodai Senga are all auto starts. I put in Chris Bassett there as well. I think the velocity would be back. Jameson Tyone, Luis Garcia, Jared Schuster, um, Tyler Anderson, and Graham Ashcraft are all probable starts for me. I believe Peelbot absolutely adores this Schuster start against the Nationals. I'm not necessarily against it. I'm starting him pretty much everywhere, but I understand if you want, we'll wait and see for it. But yeah, the stream pick of the day is Graham Ashcraft against uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, he's actually, believe it or not, the only one that is underneath 20% rostered here. Questionable start tier, Jordan Montgomery, Eric Lauer, Nova Syndergaard, Seth Lugo, uh, Kyle Quantrill, Ross Stripling, Cole Irvin, Martin Perez, Marco Gonzalez, Trevor Rogers, and Johnny Brito. I talked about these yesterday. Um, these are all really just either a bad matchup or they just don't really do quite enough 
for me to get excited about them. Eric Lauer could really pull it off like Justin Steele did Justin Steele on the opposite side. Same idea where if he has his fastball working, it could work out well. And Seth Lugo, I don't know what to expect. And really, I think my theory of like the Rockies being good on the road to start the year uh, because they haven't been messed up by cores is actually kind of true. We'll see. Maybe it's just CJ Chrome being a stupid individual. Uh, we'll see how they tackle him here. And then do not start here. I don't want to go after Waldachuk or Gore in uh, this early in the season, especially with Gore getting against Atlanta. And everyone else, Vince Velasquez, Wentz, Falter, Gomber, Hauk, Keller, Brad Keller, Zach Davies, Mike Clevenger, you do not want to start. Um, we have a full slate tomorrow on Monday, which is atypical, but because of Friday uh, for rainouts and stuff, Monday we're just jumping straight back in, which is really cool to see. George Kirby, Freddie Peralta, Drew Rasmussen are all the really easy auto starts here. You have Nestor Cortez against the Phillies, uh, and I think you're good, but that should be 80-85 pitches or so. Uh, bases, they're ramping him up with the hamstring injury that he had in the spring, but he should be fine. Charlie Morton, Reed Detmers, Hunter Brown, and Tyler Malley are all more questionable, but I still have an auto start here. Look, if you have Charlie Morton, you're just going to start him against the Cardinals. I know he hasn't been good in the spring. He has a, a history of being shaky. Maybe I should have him in the probable start tier. He is a little bit more contentious, but I feel like if you have Charlie Moore, you just start him here. Reed Detmer, same thing against the Mariners. Uh, he might need, he might have some growing pains early on, but that's all right. Hunter Brown against the Tigers, though. I feel like that's got to be good, right? Even though with the back stuff, like he's going to get 75, 80 pitches, and that should be good. Same with Tyler Malley against the Marlins. I know I've been worried about his velocity in 93 um, versus the 94 that we want to see from him, but it's the Marlins. You still got to do it. Probable start here, Carlos Carrasco against the Brewers is really the the major one. It's like, yeah, that should be fine. You're going to do that. Same with John Ray, but it is the Orioles, and I don't know how much I should be reading into their exceptional offense so far this year in two games, but maybe you don't want to start John Gray against the Orioles. I don't know. I have him in the probable start if you have them. In the questionable starts here, you have Jose Brios against the Rose, which should be fine, but then again, it's Jose Brios, and you don't really... <laughs> I don't want to roster him. He's a cherry bomb. Uh, Brady Singer's on the other side, uh, and I have him underneath Barrios because he gets the Jays, and the Jays are just so dangerous. In between them is the stream pick of the day of Zach Plesak against the Athletics. I think that's a really good opportunity to steal a win, um, as the Athletics are not very good. And Plesak could go five, six innings without much damage. Um, Anthony Escalfani is an interesting one, as the Giants are doing an early six-man to give some extra rest. Um, he goes against the White Sox, and that could be okay. But really, these are all very contentious. And remember, this year, questionable start means I am not starting them in 12-teamers. It's only the first two tiers that I want to be starting, guys. After this, is just like, I understand how they could be good if you're looking for something. But generally, do not start them. And then the do not start is like, I am not. Please don't start them. Uh, but Drew Smiley against the Reds could work. Michael Grove is going against the Rockies. That could work. Michael Kopech, I'm scared of this against the Giants. Even though it's the Giants, it's Kopech, and he's terrifying me. Cal Bryash against the Rangers. I don't trust the same with Matthew Boyd. It's the Astros. If it was a weaker team, I'd be doing it, but it's not. Ryan Nelson against the Padres. It's the Padres, um, and Ryan Nelson's been down in velocity. Cutter Crawford gets the Pirates, but it's Cutter Crawford. And James Capillion against the Guardians is just a risky proposition with Capillion. We don't know what his fastball is going to do on a given day. In the do not start here, I just don't want to do time on Walker right now. Um, his velocity was so far down in the spring. Three to four ticks in his last start, and now he gets the Yankees, who are so dangerous. You want Aviedo against the Red Sox? I, I like Aviedo. I think there's some real fun Cherry Bomb-esque nature to that. 
but it's the Red Sox and you just don't want to do it. Trevor Williams against the Rays and Johnny Quaid against the Twins. There's a chance, but no, I don't want to do that. Ryan Wellers has looked better, but I don't know what we're going to get. Connor Overton, Jake Woodford, the Amish Mustang, no way. Against Atlanta and Ryan Feltner against the Dodgers, absolutely not. But all right, that is it for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the wonderful Twitter messages. Uh, I will be doing these on the weekends moving forward as well. Seven days a week, your daily morning pitching podcast. And by the way, I know you have fab today and I just don't have the time on Sundays to go over all the things I would be doing. However, I do want to note, Corey Kluber might be out there against the Pirates. And I know he got trounced on opening day, but it's the Pirates and that might be a very sneaky start this week. All right, that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. May your babas be low and your strike outside.